Trump, it really does say death, doesn't it? And there has been a death, Danielle, which is why we didn't want to open with our jaunty stock music. No. Not today. Not today. Now, the death is, as we all, I don't know if it's a death, if it's coming back to life, I don't know, but it feels like a death, which is the death and the end Mm. on some level of the saga of Shibai Shirei. Hmm. Now, some would say it's a a life. You know, she got the fashion to the catwalk. We saw a fashion show, but what's come after has been so... The aftermath has been so very tough. Yeah. So very tough. And and we're going to cover it at length soon. But we wanted to sort of just prepare everyone with the mindset that we're in, which is that to see someone succeed only for them to fall again, both from website crashing and designs stolen from fast fashion, you know, it was hard. Yeah. And and then raising those prices like 300%. Like that, it was it's just so hard. Yeah. It was all So hard. RIP to those pieces and to those joggers, you know. Um, yeah. And, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see. How are you, Danielle? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, Casey. We've been in the sweltering heat of Los Angeles for what feels like forever. Ugh. Can't take it anymore. Foot outside. We're getting warnings on our cell phones all the time. Like, it feels like it's like, if you don't shut off every piece of electricity in your house now, the whole town's going to black out. Like, it's, I'm terrified. I'm sitting in one room with, like, a little fan on me because I'm afraid I'm going to, like, you know, take everyone's electricity away. It's been terrifying. It's been terrible, you know, and I've been playing so much tennis and I'm out there in the heat and that's been really hard on me, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Particularly my decolletage because, you know, a, a, a being on camera and a woman of a certain age, camera, uh-huh. I, I'm trying to wear a sun shirt because I, I, you know, I can't afford for that area to crepe. No, so it's you, just been very hard, you know. Have we found creping products? So there, there is an anti-crepe <laughs> product. <laughs> it's it's that very, very thick cream. I think it's, I, I, I can't say it. I think it's helping. Who the hell knows? It's called Sisley, you know, S-I-S-L-E-Y. It's a neck cream. It's very thick. It's almost like what your grandma would like put on kind of. And also that Augustus Badere Rich Cream is very good for neck and décolletage. I, I, I mean, because I'm in crepe, I'm in crepe territory as well. You're in crepe country. I'm in crepe country and it doesn't feel Me good. Me deep. I'm, yeah, I, you know, I'm feeling bad about my neck, all of those things. And so I need to get, get thee to yeah, Sisley or whatever. But, and ha- are you using those products? I mean, I'm just using my regular sunscreen, but I think I need more. Sorry, you're just using sunscreen? Are you putting on your, but your lotions are going all the way down my to My lotions nipples. are going <laughs> to my nipples. Okay. <laughs> Is that a joke? To my nipples? Where, where have they been going? I don't know, like mid-chest. <gasps> Danielle, Danielle, we've discussed this so many times. Hairline to nipple, hairline to nipple hairs. (laughs) Oh God, Casey, this is. No wonder I'm ears. Ears? I'm doing ears. Ears. You've got me on the ears. A girlfriend of mine gave me a very hot tip I've yet to do, but she said that at Trader Joe's you can get this very reasonably priced hyaluronic acid. So reasonable, in fact, that so she'll get her kind of maybe a pricier one if she wants, you know, for face and decolletage to nipple. And then she'll just slather the hyaluronic acid all over her body. Ooh, I'm going to do that. That's a great tip. 
you know, or use the Trader Joe's one, of course, for your for your face and and, and but you know, it's definitely pretty expensive. And so yeah. it's just a plumper. I I get a lot out of that, I feel. Okay. I'm gonna do it. I'm and I'm gonna start rubbing my nipples. Who knew? Rub them down, Danielle. <laughs> Rub them real good. But where you really want to get is in the between and under. Under my breath? I sometimes go under. Yeah, I go all over. Wow. But you know what I mean? Like in between here. Yes. No, I In between the mean. boobs. We really got to get in there. But we also need to carry our lasers down. I haven't been carrying my lasers. I've just been doing it through the throat. So when I get, because I'm about to go back to have some... um. Uh, stuff done, you know, lasering on yeah, my yeah, face yeah, yeah, yeah. and my neck. But do I need to be going on my chest as well? Yes, and hands. If hands? you can, you know, these are just these are just wish list. You know, this is wish list. They haven't even offered them up though. They haven't offered them up to me. I didn't know that it was a possibility. It's off menu. It's off menu. <laughs> it's off menu. It does. It's like when you go to um, In and Out Burger. I've had them pump my hands full with like thirteen shots of like you know that the PC uh, PRP. It ain't a vampire facial. It's full tilt shots in your hands. You have to get volume and take a cab home. Go on. Well, <laughs> do you know that I don't take pictures of my hands because I like I can't like the. Why your hands are great? No, it's so funny. I'm of two minds. I'm like I love to get all this stuff, but I also really like hate when people feel things about their own looks because it's like no one else is thinking that. You look gorgeous. But can I tell you, but I will say, my face and my neck, like I'll do, you know, you've seen me, I'll do a selfie and not put a stitch of makeup on and not filter it because I'm just like, I can't be bothered. And I'm just like, whatever, I look how I look. But for some reason, my hands, I'm like, who, avoid the camera. I'm going to be like, you know, Faye Dunaway is always wearing gloves everywhere. That's going to be me. You know, I saw Faye in the movies once at the Grove and it was that little movie. It was like a horror film. I want to say with Toni Collette where she was like a mom and her daughter was like possessed. Okay. I'm in the Grove with Matt McConkie and we look over to the left. There's like no one there midday. And we see Ms. Dunaway in a tracksuit and her gloves furiously taking notes. Uh, on the movie? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know? She was like, uh, mm-hmm. Like, it was like a lecture hall, you know? Wow. She was like, yes. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> She's a wild one. I didn't know what it was happening, but God bless it. You know? Oh, Casey. What a what a life we're living. What a life we're living. Poor Miss um, You know what I want to say, Danielle? It's just, this just crossed my mind. Okay. I'd like people to go see the movie Don't Worry, Darling. And here's why. There's been like a lot of press around it. But what I would like to say is, you know, there's so few great female directors and I feel like things are swirling about that I think have nothing to do with the movie. And I just want to say I'm a huge fan of Olivia Wilde and I'm very excited to see it. Can I tell you, I've been excited to see this movie even before all the drama came out. I oh, like the yeah. premise. I oh. love her last movie, Booksmart. Love, um, love the sex scenes I'm seeing in oh, the yes. trailer. I love you know. Florence Pugh. I'm a huge, uh, I'm a puger. If you will. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm a puger too. Total puger. I remember when she was in Little Women, I almost uh, screamed. She was so good. She's so terrific. I love yep. her. I love everybody in bar. Nick Kroll's in it too. Dear friend, Nick Kroll is in it. I mean, this cast is wild. I'm very excited. I'm I'm into it. And Me I, too. And I want to just put this nonsense aside and support a female director. And I'm very excited to see it. And I'm just throwing that out there. And I also think it's interesting that this 
is shadowing the movie because this happens, guys, I'm going to say this happens when there's female directors and a female star. Like, I just think it's mm-hmm. nonsense. This sh- shit like this happens in movies all the time. Directors, star, you know, there's drop. But this feels like it's, this is the only thing t- people are talking about. It looks like a great movie. Let's just fucking go watch this goddamn movie. Let's just get our, yeah, get our bottoms to the seats and go watch. That's just a thought. Yeah, me too. Oh, Danielle, anything else going on? No, I mean, it's really just been a housewife's heavy week. I'm really excited about what we have in front of us. We have Potomac coming. We have SLC coming. We have reunions up the hill. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it with all these ladies. I started to watch that show that you were talking about last week, Selling OC. I've just yeah. started, but then I got busy. So I, I just didn't get my hooks in. Now, Danielle, there's one show that I'm going to start. I'm actually taking a flight today and I I plan on really drilling down. Now, our dear friend Akilah Green has been on my ass about watching it, okay? Mm-hmm. And I think you feel this too. It's like sometimes with all the housewives, it's hard to like dive into a new franchise, you know? Yes. Yeah. She's been on my ass about Married to Medicine. Yes, and I hear it's great. I know. Now, Z-Way texted me yesterday. She said she just started it two weeks ago, beginning to end, and she's on a tear texting anyone she can get mitts on <laughs> saying she's upset and jealous that she can't start it again with fresh eyes. Wow. So I'm not doing this, you know, it's just now, it's too many people to ignore it, and I'm remiss. Yeah. And I heard it's it's gangbusters. So I'm going to start at one. Okay. You know, it's so daunting, but... It is. You know. I wish I had a trip coming up. I don't. But when I do... And I've got a lot of work I should be doing on the flight. <laughs> and yet, this is and yet, this is our job too, Casey. That's don't forget right. that. This that's absolutely too. right, Danielle. Let's not ignore it. God, you know, should we take a little break and and um and pull ourselves together to uh, to come back with our wonderful guest and and get into Atlanta and what happened this week. And talk about a fashion show with some fashion. Mm. Mm. As opposed mm. to the last mm. time. We're back. Yes, we are with a... I'm very excited about this... Me too. ...gorgeous woman. Lovely guest. And this has been a long time in the making. Yeah, she's also talented. I don't want to be accused of lookism. That's right. Um, so she's also a talent. Oh, I, I would take it. I would take it. Yes. <laughs> By the way, Danielle and I are a different generation, okay? We give out compliments on looks. <laughs> and I, you know... And we hold doors. You know what? We hold doors open for That's people. Right. Uh, two old-fashioned dames. <laughs> yes, we're just two old-fashioned gals. Now, this guest has been in the making because, Danielle, we have wanted to have her on for so long. And she comes to me through a dear friend of mine, Sierra Ornalis, who is the creator of our guest's very popular show, Weatherford Falls. Danielle, would you like to intro our gorgeous guest? Yes. Well, she first two seasons are on Peacock right now. She's also a writer on the show. No big whoop. As a writer myself, I know that that's really the important part of a show. Of any. You know, and in front of the camera, important too. But she's yeah, also the star. Not as much. Not as <laughs> much. The real work, the real magic happens behind the scenes. Look, <laughs> I've seen them drag writers off a lot of their own shows before, you know? As long as that talent's there. <laughs> You know what? Brains are brawn. Uh, they they can't get rid of me. That's right. But our faces are our fortune. Yes. Brains, <laughs> brawn, beauty, all of it. 
Jana Schmieding, please welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk about these broads. These old <laughs> broads. And by old, I just mean it more like a, these old broads, you know? Yeah, these yeah. old gals. These old gals. I mean, they're up to some stuff this week, Ooh. Jana, as always. Oh, Oof, are they? Should we just start? Because, you know, we have a new a new franchise is coming out with a new a new mm-hmm. season, and a trailer was dropped this week for, you know, close to my hometown, just a skip and a jump over for Potomac. Thoughts? Mm. Where are you guys? Um, it was a, a beautifully edited and constructed mm. trailer. I want, <laughs> I love the um, sort of the VFX that were given as... Um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to an action-packed season full of what seems like infidelity and... Divorce? A divorce, a, a lot of men getting perhaps dumped, um, which is honestly what I live for. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, the return of Peter Thomas Roth from uh, from from Atlanta fame. Like he always makes his way into the cities. <laughs> Wasn't he also in Sheree's fashion show? Wasn't he there too? Yes. He poked his head in really quick and was like, hey, girl. Yeah, he was like a quick, like, hey. Uh, yeah, they barely could get a Chiron on him. Yeah, they were like, hey, he's so high right now. <laughs> Papa Smurf gets his head in everywhere. Every which way. Papa Smurf, he needed to be high in order to pass the time. But we will get to Miss Shibai. Now, th- I think the headlines from the Potomac trailer were, as we know, Ashley and Mr. Pinchy Bottoms himself, uh, <laughs> uh. Michael Darby, <laughs> are going opposite ways. About time. I think we all saw the writing on the wall on this one. Thank fucking God. And what we saw, it seemed to be, is her and Candace, a meeting of the minds with her and Candace, who have been enemies for so long. And that felt like a breath of fresh to me. I liked that. But don't you find what I find to be a hallmark of the housewives, which I actually admire so much, which is that sometimes the women that are at the most polar opposite, they can meet. It's almost like the way anti-vaxxers on the right will meet up with like crazy West Side California hippies Mm -hmm. and like New Mm -hmm. Hampshire free people. It's like, actually, they come around like Marlo and Kenya actually probably have more in common ultimately. And I I think we're going to see that this season between those gals. Yes, it's like, you know, anti-vax. There's some, there's some, core issue that can bring these people together. And for the anti-vaxxer hippies and the, you know, MAGA people, it is, uh, you know, uh, systemic racism. (laughs) And um, for these women, it's, you know, the pain of being harmed by white men, I'm going to (laughs) assume. That's right. And or their mothers, they both share a a, a through line there that is of a darker varietal. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm just so excited. You know, I got all in a tizzy because I was, you know, on Instagram and I saw all the gals were posting like, we're back. And I go to Danielle, it's on. So excited only for you to say it was just a trailer. Yeah. Casey was like, okay, we got to make sure that we watch Potomac this week. I was like, it's not coming on until like October 8th, Casey. She was like, okay. I put it on my calendar. (laughs) I (laughs) I like having the premieres on my calendar. And I would do that if I had this job or not. I really would. It just feels like something to look forward to, you know? Oh, it's such... And can I say, like, there's so much... Potomac is giving us so much. So there's also the return of Sharice. I don't know if she has... If she's a full-time or a friend... Back as a friend of, but... I'd like her as a friend of. There is no greater potster and Cheshire cat grin. Always. And then we are also dealing with... Mia, 
Mia 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 giving us some Kim old school Kim Zolciak with a possible cancer diagnosis, but then not a cancer diagnosis as we... <laughs> We never know where we stand with cancer in the housewives universe. And why don't we know? You know, and obviously my heart and prayers going out to anyone in this position of not knowing, but it does feel with these women, we just can't get to a diagnosis at a certain point or we don't want to accept that we don't have cancer. Yeah. It's, um, I'm going to guess, I don't, they didn't allude to... Mm. Guessing uh, is fine on this podcast, Jenna. <laughs> we prefer it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with like, you know, a, a, a cancer scare or maybe like a, a very common cancer, like a curable cancer, like a, mm-hmm. a I'm yeah. just, that's just my guess is that like there was a cancer scare. Like I had a recent kind of a cancer scare where I had to get like my boob uh, Biop- uh, yes, I've, biopsy. I've, I've right? done the same. A, a few, I have very lumpy breasts and I have been through a rigmarole. But did either of you in that intermittent place post and say, I have cancer before you found out? Because uh, that's where I feel the housewives are living. Yes, I, you know? I did it but I wanted to. Okay. Uh, I did it, but I wanted to. Jana, you have more in common than I, and I admire the <laughs> hell out of it. <laughs> I really do. As you said that, I'm like, yeah, why not? I would like to retroactively go back and say, <laughs> and, right. and put it on now, even though I, and, say and I then did. I did. Yeah. And then I don't. Okay. Now, speaking of, if I made you one little hop, skip and a jump, but it's not that far afield because it's in the realm of television and the realm of cancer scares. So, I just read that article in Vanity Fair about the Grey's Anatomy writer who said that she had this incredibly rare, incredibly, you know, bad odds type of cancer and was writing a ton of articles about it and how she copes and kind of being the voice largely of like a strong person working while having cancer. Then Shonda Rhimes hires her on Grey's Anatomy. She gets her dream job and apparently was kind of taking over a bunch of storylines and really trying to infuse the show with these what would be great storylines, of course, only then said her brother committed suicide, then said all these different things only to find out, in fact, none of this had happened to her. This was wild. And 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 that she had taken the story from a former friend and lover who was going through and to st- stealing that woman's stories yes. and pu- putting them into Grey's Anatomy. So we have seen an actual woman's survi- domestic violence survival and cancer survival uh, via... A thief, a grifter. A grifter. A grifter, you're right. Good old-fashioned fucking grifter. A charlatan. A charlatan. Yes. Guys, that, that was that story, Casey. I had, I had read like excerpts or something, but I read the whole thing that Casey, of course, sent me immediately. <laughs> I want to adapt it, and I don't know if anyone wants to watch it, but I'm sure people are trying to adapt it. But it's <laughs> so me. dark. Okay, you will absolutely play her or the lover. <laughs> Hundred percent. You're his. hired to play and write all the roles, <laughs> <laughs> to write and star. Um, that story is a real. It's housewives yes. adjacent, but you have to be very so far gone to do that. That it's actually it's like 
God. Well, it's Brooke. Brooks did it too. Like, let's not forget about Brooks, Brooks. and OC. Like, we really, this is our yeah. universe. This is this is in our wheelhouse. So let's just know that it's all a part of Vanessa Bayer's show. At the yes. heart of it is a gal who's faking cancer. You know, you have to be so sick to want, look, we all want attention. Obviously, the three of us on this <laughs> Zoom, we don't get into this profession. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. I'm not posting, I'm not posting yeah. things on my Insta for my own health. Is everybody? <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. There's a there's a whole new level of sociopathy that is like uh, basically like victim scamming. Yeah. Where you're like, I am a victim of something. Please give me money and attention and like sympathy. It's 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 a, it's a adjacent to the um, Munchausen type of thing. You know, yeah. just wanting mm-hmm. that again. Also, also in the Housewives universe, like <laughs> this is all <laughs> within our realms. But also to say that we also have. Giselle, to bring us back to Potomac, because I know that we've got up, but Please. Giselle blaming Chris Basket, Candace's husband, for making her feel uncomfortable like he was trying to hit on her. I, I mean, guys, we're really in for a season. This is Chris Basket. <laughs> what a last name. Chris Basket. It's the Basket best. Darby. Get out of <laughs> here. Get out of here. You're right, Darby, get out. I will be very curious to see if Ashley trashes him. Or is she going to do one of those, like, you know, even the way Erica Jane is always like, he's a good man. He's a good man. I miss him so much. About Tom, it's like, sweetie, give up the ghost. Like, we're good here. Well, it seemed like there was one clip in the trailer where she was like holding her phone and being like, I can't find him anywhere, which makes me sad to think that she's like pining for her... Ex. Disgusting ex. Like, she, I, I've always thought Ashley has a severe uh, self-esteem issue. Yeah. The fact that you would marry that type of a person and he treats her like absolute garbage. Um, and she's like gone through, you know, childbirth twice now for him and doesn't seem to be... I, I, I'm sure she loves her children, but there's... No, and I'm glad she got those kids for herself, but I totally agree. There's something very sad. I, I have such a love for Ashley and it just feels like her childhood trauma or, or whatever, as, as we all have, you know? Yeah. But, oof. I also, I also like to see Uncle Lump in the trailers. It's nice to see Uncle Lump. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think Uncle Lump would make it. You know, Uncle Lump in the trail. <laughs> They're not leaving Uncle Lump on the cutting room floor. No, let's get Uncle Lump in there. <laughs> let's get Lump in front of the camera. Um, I do love Uncle Lump. You know, the fact too. that we know these people's family members just kills me. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of family members, are we ready to transition into? Atlanta. And the reason I I would like us to speak in family members is because for the front half of the episode, while we're waiting with fucking bated breath to get to the fashion experience show Mm. presentation, who can say, of the year, we're actually wrapping up a lot of like maternal drama. We've got Candy with her mother. We've got Marlo meeting Marlo's mom. Oof. Oof. Yeah. That was tough. Tough, 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 tough. I I don't know how I, I'm very interested to hear what you both think of Marlo as a as a housewife as a character um, as a human <laughs> as a person. <laughs> no, that's the last thing I think of any of them. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I don't think the last attribute I give them as human. <laughs> yes, a character. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, to think of them as human, it, it would it would stifle me, and I can't be stifled. Yes, <laughs> yes, that yes. Um, the the character Marlo, I sort of found a different level of love 
for Marlo this season. And I think simply because we saw Marlo's trauma like on high this season. They yeah. really capitalized on it. And she capitalized on it too. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, but but sure. also it's that's a, some real shit. We're not talking like fake cancer scares. We're this is real actual yes. shit. Yeah, absolutely. Raising children that aren't your own, having like actual resolution or attempting to have resolution with a with a parent who's gone through that like level of addiction. And to me, I was like, oh man, like I am seeing this character in a whole new way. Yes. Bra- bravo, producers. <laughs> Bra- bravo, bravo, producers. Yes. I want to say too that like, I really felt for her in that moment because you saw a child needing their mother, meaning Marlo needing her mother. And I find in my own life, so this is with my life and my trauma and my therapy, which I would never compare to hers, but I will say like people don't change, I find. Really? Without a ton of, ton of, ton of therapy. Even You know what I mean? And so I found- You don't think they can? Uh, again, without tons, tons yeah, of work. Yeah, yeah. And maybe they've done the work, but I worried for Marlo in that moment that she was not going to get from her mom, what she wanted, which was resolution and sort mm-hmm. of like an apology. And and they got some, but I just worry. I really worried for Marlo in that moment because she had it set up and she was smart. She's like, let's not have it at the house because that gets like into a bad area where she- Let's have it in this strange jewelry store. <laughs> yes, this, is it, is it a, yeah, a very small- shop that maybe has old antiques, but also expensive things. And they're both sitting down in the middle of the store. And then did you see the woman that was working there kind of over the shoulder? You know, it's just tough to see these women like bearing their souls, literally crying in each other's arms. And Marlo saying to her mom, like, I don't think you understand that I need you. And then over her shoulders, a looky-loo like, ooh. (laughs) Yeah, just like... (laughs) Uh, (laughs) typing numbers in the register. (laughs) Uh, I'm like, can they clear the frame, please? (laughs) Yeah, there's a full crew in this small shop. That whole crew did not fit in that little kiosk. I mean, I would say it was a smaller store. And then you get Candy coming in. I mean, why in God's name, when Candy and Marlo have been through what they've been through, Marlo, kind of made me sad, actually, that Marlo was like, I want Candy to meet my mom. It made me realize, like, God, Marlo lashes out at people she actually genuinely feels close to. And it was really sad. Also with the mom, when the mom brought up the boyfriend, it was a bummer. And, you know, I've had friends who have been in the position of where their parents are having to support them and give them money all the time. And it feels, I, I just can only imagine because... You're like, does my parent loving me or are they always wanting something from me? Like, do you remember that Oprah where Oprah said that, you know, so many of her family members have come out of the woodwork for money that she finally decided to give them all, for her own sanity, a lump sum and just said, I will give you this on the grounds that you never one more time ask me for money so that we can have a relationship because I don't want to be always thinking you're coming to me and not knowing your motives. Oh, I've never heard that. That's so fucking intense. Basically, like, if you can agree to never come to me for money, I will give you money now. Mm, That's heartbreaking. To be in that type of position is so (sighs) intense. Well, also that she was like, she's here for three days, okay? Like, her mom is not here for a long time. From, you know, I think she was from Tennessee, I think they said. She had come from Atlanta, not so far, but far enough. 
And for her to be like, and now can my boyfriend come too? And it's like, mom, I just want to spend time with me and you can't be away from your boyfriend, your man, who I don't even trust or necessarily like, I think as she said, like for three days. Like I just wanted this to be about us and her mom, she said it to her. She's like, you're always about the boyfriend. You live for men. Like that broke my heart as well. Me too. It was very tough, guys. Now maybe we shift now. Into a different, (laughs) (laughs) tough, but somewhat lighter chair. (laughs) You know, Danielle, as our opening song kind of said, I can't tell if what we saw this week was a death or a birth or a rebirth. Yeah. Was it a phoenix rising from a death, uh, from the flames of death? Or, I mean, so many, so many things happen. What we know is that Shiba (laughs) Sheree arrived on the runways, the Fashion show yeah. was fantastic. I thought the fashions looked great. I thought the models Same. looked great. I was like jumping out of my seat. I was like, yes, yes. Me too. Now we were two hours late, but I'm letting that slide. Yes, that. You know what? Fashion starts when fashion starts. You know, like yeah. uh, weddings start. Here like, nor there. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Two hours late, even you know, just everyone waiting. It was part of the drama. It was very kind of Kanye esque yeah. fashion yes. show. Yeah. You'll get it when you'll get it. And, and and you're not upset because it, everything looked great. Such a success. She told, as she called him, Prison Bay off and said, get the fuck out of here. I don't need to be around you. Like, it felt like a triumph in every sense of the word. I was so proud of her. I was proud of yeah. me that I waited all this time and was rewarded, you know? You're right. I was, I never thought of that. I was proud of me too. Gianna, <laughs> <laughs> were you proud of you? <laughs> yeah, yes, I, I, I guess I am. I guess yeah. I am. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. you are. You're right. And we've got Dwight there. Okay. When they were remixing Dwight saying ah! um, a fashion show with no fashions, I was like, Thank you all for this. Oh, I need that remix. How do I? I look, I swear to God, Casey, I looked on the internet for that remix. I was like, How do I find this remix to be dancing to? I'm sure they are, are going to release it at some point. Yes. Yes. And Dwight was so kind of self-satisfied to be there that I was like, I don't want her to fail in front of Dwight again. Then you have Kenya showing up in what I commented on Kenya's Instagram is the most gorgeous look I've personally seen on a human. Beautiful. That silver kind of, she looked so gorgeous. That was just a highlight for me too. And then Candy, you know how upset Candy gets when she can't eat? Yes. Candy was like, when is this starting? (laughs) And then it was a triumph. Now, again, someone did point out not as much athleisure as you would think, more leisure. Yeah, well, some of the stuff they were saying, like, you're supposed to work out in that. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, most of the stuff. Are you going to really work out in that? That, like, lace... Uh, body suit that is has the deepest plunge. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't wear it at all, but... Uh, and also, like, I need, like, my breasts need to be held up when I'm working out. You know, like, these... these. Oh, I need two sports bras to work out. Me too, as do I. As do I. <laughs> so it was just, it didn't feel... But again, neither here nor there, guys. We're just happy to have all 24 looks on the runway. Uh, I was so relieved. I was having stress... Me too. On With the buildup, because, you know, anytime there's, I'm a theater nerd, so a, a production of some kind, I do not like an unorganized or a last minute, <laughs> like, production episode of anything. Mm-hmm. I know that that's like the premise of all theater nightmares and, you know, like, drama that is about a production of some kind is like, is it gonna happen or not? But... Boy, I was so fucking relieved when the first model came down the runway. I was like, geez, thank you, God. (laughs) 
Well, everything was caught in Alaska. Some of it was in New York. Some of it was in Los Angeles. I was like, wait, what is what? I also didn't understand why so many things were all over the world. Like, like there was a designer in New York that couldn't finish. And then we get the fashion show. It goes off mm. without a hitch. Yep. Her daughter's there. So now we, though, have some issues that have kind of unfolded since the fashion show, unfortunately. You know, which is that a story was broke that the pieces on the website, and now there was a website, and that's important to give credit where credit's due. But unfortunately, yes. that website soon crashed. I don't know that it was ever up because no one ever saw it up before it crashed. Like there was never a point. I, <laughs> I thought someone did see it up very briefly because they saw some of the fashions that resembled lower, you know, kind of fast fashion brands such as Sheen. So, you know, She by Sheen has been out there to quite quite a lot of fanfare. And then Sheree comes out and says of her, uh, of the site crashing, you know, she's always blaming the people she hires. She goes, the frustrating (laughs) thing is when I hired them to do the website, I knew there would be an influx of people coming as they've been coming to She by Sheree for years. (laughs) She says, this is just another example of over-promising and under-delivering, but I'm so grateful. I stand in prayer. (laughs) I have chills even thinking about how many people are still interested at this time. And to continue to have the website crash, it sounds bad, but it's actually a good thing. (laughs) I stand in prayer. I stand in prayer. I stand in prayer. I mean, to to take the Lord's name at this point, not in vain, but just to take his name is such a bold move. She stands there in prayer, you know, and uh, some of the pieces are quite expensive, such as a Who Gonna Check Me Boo shirt for selling for $142. Oh, no. Yes. No. On Sheen, the pieces that she's selling for like $140, you know, $150 are $7. All she's done is add a star. Like nothing different. She's added a star. But then the t-shirts, now a, a listener pointed out, and it was so funny to me that like some of the shirts, like the Who Gonna Check Me Boo shirt, the <laughs> photograph, in the photo, the shirts are wrinkled. Like there's not, they haven't been steamed yet. <laughs> so the person wearing them. Why? She doesn't want to do this. <laughs> Thank you, Jana. Yes, elaborate on that, please. She doesn't care. She like <laughs> does, this is not her passion. We are being led to believe, and I believe she is being led to believe by herself. She's leading herself to believe her by others. Yes, she is. Yes, like by herself, but also like, I I just really believe that like when something like this, a repeated effort and it does not, the, the results, there is no yield uh, from your, the, the fruits of your labor, right? There, there is no fruit. And there's no labor. (laughs) And there's very little labor. Why the hell are you doing it? You're right. And to upcharge so much for a T-shirt. Well, at that point, you have to because what she's apparently sank a million dollars into the show alone. Right. Is she in a major deficit for this, right? She must be. You know, Andy posted a photo in some in some Shebai. You know, it's just, I think, here's one question I had about those joggers, if I may, the, the ones that are sheen with the star. Yeah. Did she actually buy those and put the star or did she steal the design? I don't have an answer for that. Because at that point, it's like, well, just change the color, like do something different. I feel like in a frantic move, she bought them out and threw a star on it and hope for the best. Wait, she bought them from someone else? From Sheen. That like sort of from like Sheen. fast fashion. like Right. I'm wondering, did she have someone manufacture a copy of it or did she buy them and then put on, you know, her own star? <laughs> you know what? It, it, I wouldn't. I, will, I support that theory just because <laughs> okay, okay. simply 
I just simply do not think that she wants to put any effort, terror effort into this endeavor at all. No, she doesn't. It's so shocking. I can't even find the website right now, guys. <laughs> I found it and it says, okay. Dear fans, pardon our progress. <laughs> exclamation no, point. Stop! No. It does not say pardon our progress. It was a full house. Exclamation point. Thank you for the overwhelming response. Exclamation point. We could not accommodate all visitors. We are excited to refresh and relaunch very soon. <laughs> what does that mean? It's, guys, it's actually tragic. You have all that money on the table. Now, I'm looking at the Instagram for She by Sheree. Okay. Blue check mark. Okay. Well, now I got to get a chic. So this is the profile. Chic, fun, and sophisticated t-shirts and athleisure collections that bring out your inner sexy by Sheree Whitfield. And then, unfortunately, below it says, no posts yet. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Not a one. Zero posts. I like that you're following, Casey. I see your name up there. Of course I am. And this is really upsetting then when you get to this part, She by Sheree Shop opening soon. Be the first to know when we launch. I, I-, I thought we launched. Look, the shop thing she posted 204 weeks ago, but not one thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Deal. Guys, guys. And Danielle, you and I are certainly no, you know, experts in the realm of merch, as we know. But wow. Wow. It's zero, zero posts and t- 22,000 followers. Like, it is giving Kanye. It's... You know, look, again, we don't know if this is the birth of her death. Is this the final? You know how like, you know, um, before something becomes kind of like, like it implodes, like it gets really big and then it and then it ceases to exist. You know what I mean? Like, I forget what that's called. It's some science there. But I'd like <laughs> to know from our listeners, do you have support left in you? And <laughs> is there anything left to give? Right. And also what I would like to know from our listeners is will you buy a $150 t-shirt from She by Sheree? Because that is pricey for a tea. And I have spent money on Housewives products. See, I think we were all willing to do it if she had gone the distance. It's like, help me help you. If she had had a gorgeous website, if she had knocked it out of the park, you better believe I would have rewarded her. But now it's like, I don't think I can keep checking. And I I don't think I can, unfortunately. I said I was willing to spend, I think what I said last week is I'd spend $120 (laughs) for joggers. That's what you said, yeah. That is, if I have to quote myself. And the joggers were like 200 and something. Like, I just can't do... I can't... That's too much for me. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I imagine that if it is a Phoenix situation... Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) I imagine the Phoenix just like rummaging through the pile of uh, muck and debris and just barely... like. Like having a moment where the phoenix bursts through and it's beautiful and colorful and then can't flap the wings. Like the wings are small. There, there's a, been a situation in the rebirthing process, perhaps, <laughs> that made the wings unable to f- fly. And maybe the fashion show, what, what we need, maybe it's us that's off I'm actually seeing because maybe the fashion show was the, the end. You know, and it's almost like we're asking too much. Like, like yeah. for her to have that moment and walk down the runway, maybe that's just all we're ever going to get. And we need to accept that, you know? Yeah, maybe we're asking for too much. Like, mm-hmm. she just said, I got to get, I can't have a fashion show with no fashion again. That seemed to be like, I can't have that happen again. <laughs> and it didn't. And it didn't, you know? So we got a fashion show. It doesn't mean 
we should also get fashion. Her, uh, her, um, the woman that was running, you know, everything for her really made me laugh when she goes, Sheree, I will fly wherever I need to and pick up the fashions myself. <laughs> I was like, this woman's at the end of her rope. Oh, she is. And then Sheree's like, but they're not done yet. <laughs> and she to- said, I have seven pieces out of 45. And it was like, the show was starting in five minutes. It was so upsetting. Ugh. Also, very upsetting to me as a person. I mean, I'm constantly upset watching Real Housewives, any version, simply by the fact that I'm so averse to conflict in my own life that, like, these women can just have conflict, like, in the best way. But when Kenya came to Sheree's model audition, modeler audition, and just, like, was so mean to the woman who was helping Sheree hire models. And, and I was, I was stressed. Yeah. <laughs> it was very cringe. It was very tough. You know, a couple more moments that just made me laugh really quick before we moved to Beverly Hills. But I remember when Tyrone came backstage and Sheree said to her mom, you know Tyrone. <laughs> and her mom looks as blank as blank could be. And she goes, prison bay. And her mom's like, oh, it's <laughs> lovely to meet you. <laughs> Truly wild. Well, one of my favorite moments was when, like, she was basically telling the day before, telling Tyrone off and, like, you know, like, don't, like, you have no apologies for me, then you can fuck right off, basically. Yeah. She said to him, she was like, fuck <laughs> off. And then he turned around and he was like, I'm her daughter. <laughs> like, she was like, nice Hi. to meet <laughs> Like, oh, this is so uncomfortable. She was like, nice to meet you. I'm her, I'm Sheree's daughter. I was like, oh, gosh. You know, <sighs> I also really felt they stepped up the Chirons at the end of the show, you know, that we get before we got the footage of the reunion. So I actually thought this was an incredible finale. It was a very positive end, which we never really have, where like everyone's cheering, everyone's fun. And then it's like next week on the reunion and people are like, you call me a prostitute. <laughs> but I really like in the Chiron for Marlo, it said something like, uh, maybe I'm wrong here, Marlo's like, can, Continuing to power wash her house and her edges continue to flourish. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. The reunion looks pretty tough. We actually see Marlo crying, all jokes aside, about the kind of accusations I put in quotes because that's the way they hurl them at her about maybe her work or what she does. And I don't think we've ever seen her be affected by that. I think she always has that huge wallop where she just hurls back at them. And I, I kind of want to see where that goes. Yeah, she's raw. She's yes. going through her inner child work. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's raw. And you know what? I I am ha- I'm here for that. I'm here for that yes. like rawness. I want these women to be affected by that because I also think it's uh, annoying that the 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 things that they always throw at Marlo are, you yes. know, her sex work past. Who and, cares? What, well, yeah, yeah, who fucking cares? Who cares? She's, you know, doing well for herself. She's taking care yes. of her nephews on this money. God bless. She has a great little shop. Who cares? Exactly. She's, she is, you know, like thriving. Let her thrive. All of us have, you know, like for better or for worse, a past that we are recovering from. And she did what she needed, had to, wanted to do to get through life. And I say, God bless. But, you know, also, guess what? Marlo is a major, is a TV star now. So good on her. Good End of the day. Her. Yeah. She's driving around in a Rolls Royce. Was that a Rolls Royce I saw? 
It sure was. Daniel. As I mm. schlep along in my little Toyota Prius. <laughs> I just have to say. Oh, I have a Toyota RAV4, <laughs> so really I'm nice. right there with you. Good Love for it. you, Marlo. Good for you. Get it. Well, she's renting like a, a pocket square for like $9,000 that you have to return in 11 hours at La Cive, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, what I would say is we're hearing tell that Portia might be back next year. And I think we do need her. Although I I felt very satisfied by the season. I want way, 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 way less. Sonia, more uh, uh, Portia. And, you know, I say we go from here, but I think it's been a very strong season and I'm excited for the reunion. I also love Drew. I love Drew. Love Drew. Mm. Why do you want less Sonia? I just thought it was enough already, you know? Like, I, I just wasn't as invested. She's kind of somewhat normal, but then would do things where I'm like, you're creating drama that doesn't interest me. Yeah. She didn't grab me. Gotcha. I agree. Yeah. I'm sure very nice person. Just didn't grab me. Yeah, but very nice person is not, not you know, what we want. No, like Drew to me, others might not agree, is a very nice person, but she's bringing just wildness and fun and her mom's a pastor and her husband's nuts and, you know, I'm getting a lot. (laughs) And she she barks at people to call them a dog. Like, Yeah, she throws bones at friends and she (laughs) falls asleep on medication while she's doing a scene with people. (laughs) These are things I like, you know. Oh, yeah. She's giving out like acting advice like Stella Adler to Candy. You know, I love it. I love her. She she has a fitness scam situation happening. I mean, Chop it with Drew. <laughs> I love that narrative. I feel like she might have torn her both her ACLs on purpose. It's just like, <laughs> all right, look, like I cannot continue to drop it with Drew. Yeah, listen, there is not a drop of fitness in me. <laughs> not a drop. I will drop to the ground based on my ACL tearing. To tear two ACLs in a matter of months when you are a fitness guru or at least trying to be is a rough road. Why didn't Sheree pay her for half of the party for Kenya and Marlo? And Drew was not ready to let that go. And I think that's going to be a big point of contention. Mm-hmm. $2,700, I think, was what the bill said. That's a lot of money for a party, too. I, that's not those, nothing. Those balloons. <laughs> Those are expensive balloons. And for such horrible, you know, results. Mm. And also, I think that's the problem. That's the rumor that everyone say that that Sheree doesn't pay her bills. And that's, you know, like that's what, or like, you know, like she, that's the problem is that's yeah. sort of been going on in, in the She by Sheree universe. So, I don't know. Who knows? Just rumor. And I, again. All we can do, all every one of us in this community can do is stand in prayer. And stand in prayer, babes. Yes, SIPB. Except for Drew. She's going to sit in prayer because those poor L- ACLs. And it's, she's not sitting in a squat. She's not sitting in a squat. No. She's sitting on the couch. Recline in prayer. You know what? Drew is all of us. So that's why I can say all of this as I am like basically lying down during the podcast. Um, uh, <laughs> Guys, let's take a quick break if we could and come back with Beverly Hills. Yes, please. We're back. Jana, where are you with um, the gals of Beverly Hills in mm. Aspen? <laughs> are you sta- are you standing in prayer? Are you standing in prayer with them? I'm standing in prayer. I am praying that uh, Erica Jane can find it in mm-hmm. her in her soul, in her capacity to <laughs> address the victims of this horrific uh, scam. Uh, but I don't think she will. And Erica Jane. I don't believe has ever or will ever stand in prayer. <gasps> okay, Jano. Wow. wow. Now, Casey, where where are you? 
Where are you? So yes, the Erica stuff was so disturbing, but I took myself onto Twitter last night just to see where the people were. Mm-hmm. And I have a question. Actually, I'm going to turn it right back to you guys because I don't know where I stand on this. Actually, what people were oddly and, and unfortunately more upset about than Erica's tirade against victims was what happened between Kyle and Kathy with the... Um, tequila? Tequila. <laughs> <laughs> And the victims, unfortunately, that people are wondering about are Kathy Paris and Nikki <laughs> and their tequila company. So, yes, we have had Kathy promoting this tequila more than once. And it does really make me laugh when she's like, barrel made or whatever she keeps Oh, my saying, God. 80 spiel. years barrel or whatever. And then, and then Kyle kind of poking fun at her and Kyle poking fun of her bag. And I mean, look, she wore slippers on a cross-country flight. I'm sorry. She was walking through LAX and I was like... If that was my brother, you better bet I'd be making fun of him, you know? Oh, yeah. But people are saying it's like Kyle is is being nasty. She's ugly. She doesn't support Kathy. Like people are coming down hard on Kyle for the, you know, what happens next week when Rena orders Kendall Jenner's as though Kendall needs Rena's order. <laughs> Her friend. I found mm-hmm. the most upsetting thing I found out is that an older woman is saying, my friend, this 22-year-old. Like that to me was like, she's not your friend. She's your daughter's age. If anything, she's... Like, it just felt like a name drop. She's your niece yeah, or like, something. It's, it was, to me, that was the most pathetic moment. Yes. So gross. And it's like, at least Kyle's like her sister kind of poking fun for Rinna to go out of her way and order a different tequila when that one was available. It was so shady. <laughs> but I, I just wonder where you guys stand because Paris apparently has liked a tweet that someone tweeted that was like, Kyle's not a sister to Kathy. She's ugly. She's never supported her. It's, and then Paris gave it a big like. Whoa. Uh oh. Uh oh. That's not cool. Oopsie. And that people are saying this is why Kim and Kathy have not spoken to Kyle over the years. Like we're seeing it. Now look, Kathy does she just kill she does kill me still with this like strange purse and the barrette and the you know. I, I, I But you know what I love about Kathy? It's it's not that she's the most out of touch person in the entire world. <laughs> it's that she DGAF. Kathy, don't give a freak yes. about anything. No. She, like, <laughs> would, she is, like, so immune to, like, caring. It's amazing. And for a wealthy person, I, I think that's how, like, real wealth exists, is that you're like, I don't give a shit. Someone was saying, like, money talks and, like, real wealth whispers or something. I'm getting it wrong, yes. but, like, that, that's... Yes. But I guess, yeah, Kathy is surprisingly unselfconscious. Well, she has, as I think I was saying last week, like, old money um, yeah. brain. but And she's not old money, but maybe she's just been rich for so long that it almost is old money now. But, like, that old money way of just kind of like, you don't dress fancy, you're really out of it. You don't care about anybody or anything. There's just money, yeah. money, money all You're along. almost like desensitized to nice things. But it also made yeah. me laugh when she was like, I, I'm not bringing a bag, I'm in Aspen. It's like, well, where are you bringing a bag to? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. She's sleeping in the bottom bunk, man. She doesn't care. I'm, not, I'm still so upset by her. And then the, like waking her up with cameras. <laughs> like it was so... Ugh. That was so yeah. upsetting. Do you guys think Kyle was actively trying to sabotage her or just kind yes. of 
I do. Oh. I do. You do? I do. Guys, I think their pain and their anger at each other runs so fucking deep that even if she's not actively in that moment thinking she's doing that, that is her intention, as we as we actors call it, in every scene with Kathy. To make her look foolish, to make her look stupid, it is built on anger. There is a reason that they all hate each other. They hate each other. Do we know why they hate each other? Do we have Have we heard ever, like... Any of their, the details of their past? I mean, the root is all Big Kathy, but I, wow, Danielle, I, huh. Yeah. I guess I, I see it as a little more complicated of like the way siblings love each other, but maybe don't like each other or something. I think it goes deeper than that because I, okay. you know, I have two sisters and we fuck with each other and, you know, and, and yell at each other like, like, fuck you. And then just we'll be like, what do you want for lunch? You know what I mean? But it's. I think there's is so dark. Like, they go years without speaking to each other. They unfollow each other. Like, it's so much darker than that to me. I feel like mm-hmm. they, I think that there is like a jealousy. And I think it started with Big Kathy. I think Big Kathy was pitting them against each other. And that's yeah, all they, she's and very that's all, divisive. And I think that that was all they've ever known. Because she had them all in acting. Which is inherently competitive. Yeah. I think she was pitting them against each other. And that's all they know how to do. I thought it was just... Uh, funny ribbing that Kathy was like not... <laughs> I did too. Yeah, I, 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 I feel like Kathy sort of takes it for the most part and just sort of like carries on. Kathy is one of the funniest housewives, in my opinion, has one of the best senses of humor. She may not intend to, but she is LOL funny. LOL. I, I thought it was fun ribbing too in the way that, you know, sometimes the person with the most status, the older sister, it's like she's going to get it the worst in a way. Yeah. You know, it's like she's got so much, you kind of have to take her down a peg to to make sense of her being in shuffling along in the airport in slippers. You gotta you gotta take some ribbing if you're the if you're the richest. It's Lisa to me that causes the real problem by ordering a different tequila. Mm. <laughs> oh Lisa, well, she is pure evil. She is pure evil in a tiny, tiny little body. <laughs> like just a just an evil little stick. That woman. You know, Danielle, the internet is also ablaze about, you know, these rumors that have been going around about is is Rena gonna leave Housewives? And then this this Instagram account, this is interesting, by the name of at how.meme.u. And they post kind of regular, really great, kind of real housewives, you know, content or whatever. And so they posted a screenshot and then were unfollowed by Rena. And apparently, and they've come out with this publicly, she messaged them. And said, I'm so sorry I have to block you now. I can't see any more housewife stuff. I think you're the greatest. I just have to get it out of my life. I just feel like that that is also a publicity stunt on her part. Sorry. I just think that like she is too hungry and this is too big of a platform for her to not want to be a part of it. I just don't think it, it might stress her out, but I think she likes the fame and discussion from it more personally. Okay. (laughs) People are agreeing with you, Danielle, and they're saying like, basically Housewives is one big advertisement for the agency and like, why can't Kyle allow Kathy? But it's not like this is, you know, Kyle not letting Sonia get her toaster oven to market. Like this is a woman who has, and her daughters have more money than God. It's a little like, we can take the piss out of her a little. I will say this, if it was just the sort of like the slippers or the purse, like that to me. Okay, you're okay with that. That stuff, I was like, okay, okay. Like they're just being sisters. But when she, Kathy has not really gone product heavy. And Kathy doesn't have a lot that's hers. She has money, but she doesn't have anything that she's 
per se done. You know what I mean? Her house for Christmas, Danielle. Yes, that's true. Her wreaths, her wreaths. But I do feel like Kyle's always advertising something where we talked about the movie Halloween 17 forever. You know what I mean? Like, Ugh. and we've never, if we had all the premiere, we talked about that, the bangs for that fucking movie. Like we've been all over Kyle's shit, yeah. her show. Like, Kathy hasn't had anything that's hers. This was something, I do feel Kathy is proud of it and excited about it and investing in it. And she feels like some sort of ownership of it. Give her that moment, Kyle. What I will say I appreciated about Kyle is the way she actually kind of got on Erica's case and was like, this is not okay. Uh, But she said, I can't be your friend if you're like this. It was about Kyle, not about Erica. Did you notice that? I can't be your friend if you don't have compassion. I can't defend you. Yeah. As opposed to, you're being shitty. Well, but I think she was saying you're being so awful. Like, so cold-hearted. There's something in Erica that's so twisted. She gets off on being this contrarian, this, like, saying the worst thing, you know? Because when you actually put her in front of Sutton and Garcelle and the, whatever, they were ski-tubing or whatever the hell they were doing... (laughs) she couldn't help but relate to them and that man be kind of a little bit more normal. You know, um, all I'll say is that Kathy's tequila didn't did no one any favors that night. (laughs) Boy, you know. I want Kathy's tequila to have a moment. I do. I I genuinely believe the website's not going to (laughs) crash. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure the tequila is fine. Nikki's standing in prayer on that. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. I do think like when Erica and Sutton have a moment, I'm smiling. I'm having a great time with Sutton and Erica. Like in another world, those two women would be having a laugh. They would be having a friendship. That's why like when they're not getting along, you're just like, oh, like, can we get over this? But when Erica starts speaking about the earrings, like it's so oh. gross. Now, here's an example of somebody who doesn't have money and is desperately trying to uh, flaunt and exude wealth uh, that maybe doesn't exist. Now, we see the difference between sort of Erica and Kathy, the the polar opposites. The way Erica just like, like full glam walked away from that final scene in last night's episode, just like strutting and looking the way she looked and the the sh- the shit that was coming out of her mouth i was just like this woman is camp mm. she's unhinged it was like mommy mm. dearest type of shit yes it, it was even lisa was like we got to get her out like <laughs> yeah that was when you know like something's I really had a laugh. I was reading the Instagram Faces by Bravo. They said, wishing Sutton a happy Labor Day for carrying another season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. (laughs) 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 It's all so silly, guys. It's all so silly. What do you think of the fact, you know, in the sense that Erica's just saying, like, I'm not being fake. I'm not doing things for, like, I'm not just going to, like, say, like, oh, the victims, like, you know, like, that sort of thing. And then she was also went so far as to say, like, we don't even know if they are victims. But I don't think that's true. I think we know that there are victims. Which of- Crystal said without a blink. She's just like, well, no, they they are victims. And now, guys, did I miss some, a part? Did Diana donate $100,000 to the victims? Just like this week. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I was like, if it happened then, that's kind of inflammatory in the sense of like, did she do it this week before the episode was released 
too. I think so. I don't know for sort sure. of like yeah. Again, I don't need a cease and desist from <laughs> from this woman, so I don't want to be spreading untruths. Diana, we mm. love your lime green coat. Um, <laughs> we thought that looked great. Yeah, how, I'm but- sorry. How about when Sutton couldn't get into the van? Okay, that's <laughs> it. Go on. <laughs> For like a really long time. It took it took half an episode. Like I was like, this is a lot of airtime given to this. Garcelle was like cupping her bottom and trying to get her up, you know, and she couldn't. And then when Kathy said, "You've got small little breasts," what did she say? Like she's like, they, she, if they would be any bol- any bigger, that dress would be vulgar. Yes. Right. <laughs> little oh oh and. Okay, I just want to get back to the earrings real quick. Please. (laughs) So. Please. She has these like almost million dollar earrings. And and then she was also talking nonstop about, I've got this bag, I've got that bag, I've got this, I've got that, I've got them all at the house. I mean, that is a strange way to conduct yourself when you are. And and, and I think what Chris was Mm. saying, right, which is like, you might not have stolen these, Erica, but they are ill-gotten gains in the sense that when someone steals and then with that money, takes that money and buys you something, that is, you might not have meant it, but that does feel like that those earrings, then we need to give them back and then give that money to them. That does help those people. So they are ill-gotten gains. And so that's where I am. Right. You may have not done anything. Yeah. Like, I think we could accept that. I just, again, we keep saying it. If Erica would just say one time. One time. It's legal right now. I I can't say that Tom is guilty or not. I know for, for a fact that I'm not. But should anything have happened to these people, I feel terribly. She doesn't even have to say we know it did. Just one cent, one line. What does it kill you? No. And the fact that she tries to use sort of like legalese, uh, you know, uh, some as her defense, like I can't say anything or like the law is preventing me from, yeah. um, you know, yeah. showing compassion is actually, I think, the worst part about her because it makes her look stupid. It's, yes, and I know she's not stupid. I, it's like, don't look stupid. We know you're not. Yeah, because you've spent five million seasons screaming into everyone's faces that you're not stupid. Yes. Exactly. So don't say the stupid shit. The, 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 she's like, do you know the law? And it's like, no. I mean, I know some of the law. I know that when something yeah. was stolen and then you, someone buys you something, that that's not right. That's not considered yeah. right, even in the eyes, maybe not to the letter of the law, but to the law as we all know it. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. I know the difference between the law and like, ethics yes, and morals. And guess that- what? If in five years after everything is said and done, someone comes out and goes, you know what, guys? Actually, Tom didn't take that money. We deal with that then. But we're living in a world now where we all know in our heart and souls, every penny was taken from these people. And now he spent 300 grand on like putting a down payment down on his like, the woman he's having an affair with on her condo. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, you know, yeah. it's bad. Oof, he did oof. not do herself any favors this week. And then she's still posting all these things on Instagram that's like, justice will prevail. And like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I just don't know that there is justice in this case. Like, she's so wrapped up in her own victimhood that she cannot see the forest yeah. through the tree. She's like, but these are my earrings. They're mine. And it's like, yeah, I guess what everybody prefer to keep their $700,000 diamond earrings. But I wouldn't. But I would she should have sold those day one that this happened. 
I wouldn't want them. I would literally, I was like, Crystal, I was like, exactly. Like, it's giving so much anxiety. Like, I, and I guess she's like saving them for a day when like she might need the money. But like, oh, the stress it must cause you to live that way. I, I'd sooner go back. She's working. Yeah. You're, it's you like know? those earrings are tainted. Yeah. Blood diamonds. Give them back. Yes. 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 Blood diamonds. Yes. Um, Jana, before we wrap, will you just tell us a bit about Rutherford Falls. It's such a great show. I would just want everybody to see it, if you could, before we let you go. Of course. Um, yeah, it's a it's a show uh, starring Ed Helms and myself. Yes. I'd, I'd put you first. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> also the brilliant Michael Gray Eyes um, and Jesse Lee. Um, great cast of characters. And it's a, it's about a small town that uh, called Rutherford Falls that borders a fictional um, tribal nation uh, called the Minnesota Nation. And two best friends who are sort of navigating um, uh, interesting political, contemporary political and personal dynamics. Uh, one character is Native, myself, and one character is White, Ed Helms, and sort of their communities and uh, how their communi- communities uh, struggle together through uh, fun and interesting um political and personal dynamics. It has a very kind of, to me, maybe I'm off here, but like a slight Parks and Rec energy too, which is yes. very fun. It is It is in the Sherverse, so it does have that um, sort of classic Mike Shure, uh, you know, small town um, narrative that alludes to bigger, bigger social issues. Yes, but with the Sierra Ornales force and... Oh, oh, she's the best ever. She was a writer on Happy Endings is how I first got to know her. And she's just the best ever. She's so yeah. funny. And and you're so funny. You're such an absolute star. Like you're you're so yeah. funny. No, you, you are. Really are. You're so you're such a star. Have you had a fun time doing the show? Oh my God. It's been the it's been the absolute like joy of my life. I mean, I'm a comedy nerd. I also did like theater comedy stuff in New York City. Yeah, I've spent my entire adulthood like doing comedy for joy. But they're, you know, in terms of the Native uh, representation and Native narrative representation on TV, it's been zero, none um, for the longest time. So I never really thought that I would get to do TV to this capacity. And I was hired as a, as a staff writer. It's my first staff writing job um, ever on this show. And so I was just having a great time as a staff writer. And then Sierra asked me to audition because um, I think she saw me do comedy. It was a surprise getting the role and it has been the absolute joy of my life. I've learned so much and just like, uh, we just are in our stride right now uh, as a show. And can't say anything about it, but we have been canceled by Peacock after season two. Um, I mean, whatever that... Um, so watch it as soon as you can. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. It's so funny. And Get out and watch it now. And by the way, so many shows move places and move homes. And this is a show that is, it not only needs a new home, I believe is going to get a new one. Yeah. And it's such a cool show. Just like, it, it's it's really fucking cool. And it's so different. And it's new voices being represented. But it's also just funny and like full of heart. And yeah. it's just a great show. And so I'm rooting for you guys so beyond and sending love Thank to you, you guys and to Sierra and... I'm 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 confident though. I'm 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 hopeful. One of my favorite moments from the show, and there's so many good ones, but I just even remember 
pilot. This really made me laugh. This is the kind of humor you're going to see. It's just like um, that one character that has the crush on Ed Helms. Uh, <laughs> she tries to sexily eat astronaut ice cream and like starts choking, you know, because it's so chalky. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like that's the like that humor to me is like uh, that's just a moment to give everyone just like a little taste yeah. of like the yeah. the beauty of the humor of that fucking scene. Yeah, somebody called it recently. I think it was like Guy Branham who who posted about the show and said this is a sitcom of the old order, and it really does feel like that. It's like uh, like OG sitcom vibes where it doesn't take itself too seriously. However, there are like, you know, bigger uh, sort of social social mes- messages throughout. Um, the, especially season two, like the jokes per minute are popping off, as the youth say. Sierra wrote one of my favorite jokes I've ever had the pleasure of saying in Happy Endings in an episode where Megan Mullally played my mom and we had just danced inexplicably to Torn uh, together at a <laughs> boat show. And she's saying to me something like, I-, I don't know if I raised you well or if you were strong or did I give you enough? I was so kind of flighty or something. And I say something like, you, mom, you taught me everything I know. You, you know, you gave me so much confidence. I've had seven jobs Barbie had. Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Ah, so funny. I love her. And we love you and thank you for being here and, and, and getting down in the muck and the mire with us. Uh, thank you so much for having me. This has been a joy, truly. Well, Jana, everybody joy. watch Rutherford Falls immediately. And you're also on Reservation Dogs too. So watch that. Yes, you can find me on Reservation Dogs. Uh, a smaller character, but just a delight. Uh, and that one's on FX on Hulu. Congratulations on all your success. And of course, you can watch The Housewives on Bravo in case anybody <laughs> listening didn't know where to find them. <laughs> And I also know that, like, look, yes, is it amazing to be the star of a show? But I think you and I can both agree that the real work and the real stars are behind the camera. And I think we know that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I stand in prayer on Thank that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's keep standing on prayer on that. Prayer. Uh, love to everyone. Thank you to Amelia. Uh, thank you to Caitlin. And thank you, Danielle. And and also, I just want to say again how proud of, my, of myself I am for <laughs> waiting for Sheree's close. <laughs> that was a real twist. Danielle, you do have such a like high sense of self. Like <laughs> for you to walk away from She by Sheree feeling proud of yourself. Mm, I love I it. I did it. I did it, guys. I did it. You did it. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thank have a great you. week. <laughs> 